Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports Podcast, presented by Let's Be Real Media. Watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at LBR underscore media. Also, subscribe to us on any podcasting platform. What's going on? BLJ here, the best hype man in the NBA. Man, I'm here with Let's Be Real. Tune in. Ah! <laughs> Hello! So 210, but it's good. Five, five year anniversary. How's it going, fellas? Because I don't know if it was the new AirPods that I got in my ears, but that intro was <laughs> banging. I got the five years. Happy five years to you. Um, uh, cap got the money, bro. The cap is cap when you <laughs> got money, bro. What? Exactly. The cap is cap. I got good. the wire still for $15. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the wire, bro. It's nothing wrong with the wire. Thanks. Trust me, I just I still got the wire. The show? Oh, okay. I about to say the show. My Look fault. Man. Shout out to the five year anniversary, bro. Back to back to focus. My fault. That's my. That's a. Oh man, You see one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, shout out to Come on, man. We here. Bro, is that a, a steno pad, bro? <laughs> steno pad. Uh, <laughs> But as y'all already know, man, it's me, P Shark, the fellas, Tail, <laughs> Sheedy, <laughs> Trevor, and Skyler. What's good? Or Fear Kids still yeah, playing there as always. I didn't realize they still made stand up ads. <laughs> but as always, before we get started, you know, you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, IG, and Facebook at LPR and Score Media. Subscribe to this on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, etc. Anything on it audio networks and support us by signing up for our sponsor at Stamp, which that is the next video is about to play at this moment. Sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity and I want to connect you all with the opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sports book accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits and there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit our page betstamp.app forward slash LBR You'll be connected to all the sports books in your region, along with the review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sports books have valuable sign-up offers for new users. And when you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at Betstamp.app forward slash LBR. All right. First coming of the day comes from our guy, Mike Patton, to an AFC South cue the Tony, Tony Tone anniversary song. <laughs> appreciate it. Yes. We got the DJ all right, man. Let's get started with our flower segment, which is none other than our anniversary, of course, man. Five year anniversary. 
just kind of want to use this time to talk about these uh, past five years as I get everything adjusted on the screen. <laughs> Our last five years, man, 2018, literally 20 days, July the 2nd, 2018, was the episode we tell and We went into Our Heart Studios. Sheesh. Dropped that first episode. Ooh, damn. <laughs> yeah, of course, what, a month later, we found on trail with that crazy six man, aka the six man like Lou Will. Line. <laughs> 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 then she came in the next year in 2019, probably what May ish, right before around the time of free agency. I remember Jimmy right when Jimmy Butler, yeah. In Miami, I turned around, you was right behind me. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got y'all, man. Just talk about some memories, things y'all just want to talk about from last five, these past five years, man. Oh man. I think with me, man, just most importantly, like we set out a goal to literally give out our name. You know, let's be real. Uh, a bunch of cap that's still going on, a bunch of trolling that has taken place over the Internet over the last uh, really five years to us. You know, we wanted to bring a different take to sports media. Uh, we wanted to bring a different take to black sports media. Uh, we wanted to bring you the aspect of being real on what you're hearing you know the espns and the fox sports and everybody else not going to talk about or they're you know not going to give a different perspective you got us five us six us seven guys you know here to give you the real you know we've been through the trials and tribulations from starting like you said sharky in the freaking studio to having you know everything that happened with that situation to you know us recording in our houses in our cars in our apartments in our closets whatever you can think of we would ever to record because this is what we love to do this is our passion and five years later when you think about black podcasts and you know especially with sports and basketball if you're not thinking of us then damn it who you thinking about with the connections the connections that we managed to make over the five years has been outstanding i don't think you can name any other podcast team like us that's been able to do you know what we've been able to do the last five years so kudos to us kudos you know and you know everybody listen like we really not getting paid for what we do you know what i'm saying we probably haven't received 20 dollars in the last five years of uh, that we've been podcasting but we here and we do it for y'all because this is what we need this is what josiah johnson was saying you know everybody can be the big time whatever but we need us to continue to hold the underground down that's what that's what we call this the underground we're going to continue to hold the underground down so kudos to us for five years man and and that's 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 toast to another five more oh i can go i thought you were going to the next sheetie um no, nah, that my my AirPods, I'm, my AirPods is not <laughs> not up to date. Go ahead. <laughs> they five years behind. Yeah, they five years. Behind. Uh, man, just looking at the, the promo video as we got started. I know, Shady, you talked about this on the podcast before, but you just kind of like look at that 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 promo video as we get started, and it's just like, dang, like we we've come a long way. We've made it to five years. Like it's one of those. Like I remember when we kind of first started. It was like I think maybe not within our circle, but maybe as we start to tell other people about the podcast and it's like, it's five of y'all, like y'all can effectively talk and communicate with each other without, you know, constantly, you know, stepping on other person's toes. Like you can have general like sports debates with other, with four other people. I'm like, yeah, we can do it. <laughs> like, and I think that's just a testament to, you know, the type of people that we are. We've known each other for quite a long time. We've traveled together. We've, 
checked each other. We've joked each other with each other. We've celebrated birthdays. And so um, I just think that it's amazing how like not only have we been able to do five years of this, like on this podcast, but we've been able to stay brothers. We've been able to stay friends like outside of this. And so um, definitely appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Thanks everybody for the likes, the retweets, the, the sharing, the jumping in the comments, the outlandish takes from um from the sixth man to the dylan brooks thing to um john to wall the, to the john wall character podcast in two years man <laughs> to being the baddest pod number four <laughs> podcast but that was a running joke for quite that for, for, for quite that time to the to the to the remixes that we've come up with uh, um on on this show as well um, I just think it's fun and it's hilarious. And so appreciate every single one of y'all. Also, you know, shouts to the women that support us as well, too. Our wives, you know, moms, sisters, whatever the case may be. They've been also been able to be patient with us as we try to put five people scheduled together weekly, monthly, whatever the case may be. So um, I definitely thank everybody that's that's supported us for sure. Yeah. Oh, five years later, and the number two from Popeyes is still uh, better than John Wall. So we can definitely say that. Still the best, still the best, the best trolled in all of them, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Them, exactly, bro. exactly, man. <laughs> for me, man, this this five years has been nothing short of, of great, uh, and just doing this podcast has really opened my eyes to what's really going on at ESPN. Hell, even at Turner for the uh, nah, hey, hey, clock out for me, uh, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So just 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 put me on to what's really going on um in the national media. Um, not a lot of these uh people is really watching these sports like religiously like we do. Um, it's a reason why I got the name League Pass Trevor because I'm two screens watching, just trying to keep tabs on what's going on and give flowers to certain teams that need to give them. We talked about it nauseum about Utah Jazz last last uh episode when they started the season. They was on a little hot streak. They was first in the Western Conference. We were the only ones to really give them their flowers for how they were playing at, at that point in time. But um all these, all you guys have been um, of course, Scott and Sheedy, of course, we bonded by the uh BNG fam as always. Savage too, shout out. Uh, but just uh just linking up with all of you guys have just been nothing short of amazing, man. Here's the five years and another five more. I hope I was able to make y'all some money with Tuna Trevor thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So here's the five years and another five more on the way. Um, I'm not gonna be brief. I think I can though. Um, but to allow me to come in, right? Like as Cap said, like I was the last one to come in here, and it's like I've had to kind of feel like I had to pull my weight, right? And the ability that we've had as a collective to branch off and do what we want to do, right? Um, but still come together under this conglomerate of LBR, whether it's, you know, doing stuff for the Steelers or or DJing, right? Or, you know, schooling with Sheedy, right? We always come back to the Mecca that, that brought us here. And right, even schooling with Sheedy, like, thinking about how much it wasn't just about sports. It was politics that we we're talking about at first. And then we got into sports, right? And we informed so many people about just laws um, and who to vote, well, how to vote, right? Um, and all that, uh, damn. 
Um, well, man. I still finished over 500 <laughs> last season, so right, that's cold, a new one. My boy, the red like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, for y'all that don't know, Ryan Harris said he went broke listening to Tunica Trevor, and we'll leave it at that. Um, but also, like, when I come to Memphis, right, you guys know, well, for those that don't know, I'm not in Memphis. When I come to Memphis, I don't go to see other people. I lined up to make sure I see my brothers. My brothers are here with me recording. My brothers are, you know, savage as well, included. Um, and that's a testament to things. I know a lot of people in Memphis now. And for me to be like, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> Over opposed to other people. And like when it came to even me moving down, what was it, like two units? LBR was there. Right. And that's why it's so simple for my wife to understand why we are brothers. Because when I call, y'all answer. And vice versa. When y'all call, I answer. It's just that simple. What makes us work is our brotherhood um, and what we have bonded together and what we were here to do. And that's deliver the word as it is. We're from Memphis to Dallas to Phoenix to wherever you at, you don't get the word from us. Believe that. And there's no cap. But I'm going to pass it over to cap on that. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> that was a good one. Man. I see what Mike said. Talked about need a bustling line. Ryan's double speech. I don't know if we're doing crying, but I don't know if it's gonna be that long with speech because that joker was about 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> and think about it, my and my lights had went out because we had the big storm that came through. I watched this on the iPad and fell asleep, bro. <laughs> it was a great speech, but it's like yeah, wait. Of course, I had other elements, lights being out and everything. But man, five years, man. Like I can I say I thought we would last this long. I don't know. <laughs> okay. When I first started Ashley, so it probably actually would be six years for me myself, but I quit, stopped, regrouped, got back with y'all. Um, and of course, shout out to Savage and Aston because they were part of start startup too. They started originally with me in 2017. They were still with us in 2018, which is why Trevor came on as a six man, because it was those two. But time constraints got in the way with their schedules as well. But shout out to Savage for getting back with it and now doing through the hard way with she did too, because I knew he was very good. I mean. That my angel like us, he knows sports like the back of his hand, man. Like, so I was like, man, it'd be really good to have a podcast. So I'm proud of him for getting it back and getting back started with it. But going back on the brotherhood piece of shit, like me, two Scala knew each other from uh, well, I knew Scala since hell, ninth grade, <laughs> freshman year of high school. We're like, <laughs> we go way back. Then we took in college, so I already had to, you know, I had the brotherhood with them. I met Trevor at Savage's uh college, his uh master's graduation. Yeah, I mean, yep. I was talking about LBR there, and you was, I mean, I just remember meeting you, you was like, you just look like, yeah, yeah, I want to come on. Please hit me up. I like, bro, I'm not, I'm not going to forget you. <laughs> I literally, like, when we restarted, I hit you up, like, I told Scott to hit you up, like, two weeks after we started, like, I hit you up. Then uh, we met Sheedy. Sheedy came on the episode, blew me up, blew us away. It was like, oh. Then it caused it about a different flavor, because you ain't from here. You wasn't from here. So it, it kind of got the balance of if I, we could take some of the bias out, we got somebody with some bias to come in and kind of balance us out. Yeah. Got the trolling and Aston back in the day, which is what John Wall, <laughs> I was trolling with that game for about two years. Um, so I'll keep missing those times, but John Wall kind of know where to be found these days as Aston as well. But, you know. <laughs> but y'all know, man, that's how I brought this way up, man. So. Hey, shout out to us, man. It's been fun. We got opportunities. We got the opportunity to do the starting five. And what Skyler said about five guys doing a really good job podcast. That's how we got that position. They saw that. Dang, five guys. Dang, y'all can do 
that y'all do that talking over each other good and that's not to say we never did it like we when we first started did we talk over each other some yeah i remember savage yeah. wife kiara said she was like i heard y'all y'all just talked over it was actually after she had said it. he had said sometimes she listed the episode like yeah, it's a bunch of people over talking to each other after that that's why we kind of started getting things and structure so like scala said shout out to our wives for being supportive and giving feedback shout out to everybody who's listening to scrap over It'd the be years nice. <laughs> I had one of those things called a wife. Looking at his. Look, if nothing else, bro, that tiger behind you has been rocking with you for quite some time. Exactly. Oh, See, there you go. There you go, Scott. Oh. Good job. There it is. Got a little Tony in the background, baby. Because he moved. That mine ain't moved. This oh, moved the Phoenix. That tiger ain't moved, bro. <laughs> I, I stole it and I ain't give it back, bro. That is the story behind that. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man. Cheers to five years. Uh, no, he has some drinking more apple juice. Uh, <laughs> no, everybody, I don't know what what drinks everybody got to cook. But talk to five years, man. Hopefully, like five years more. But man, we we done good, man. Happy, proud of us. Like we just said, man. We all brothers. We all love each other. Let's keep the stain pushing. Like I said, just being honest, love seeing the bond, brotherhood, y'all. I'm on my own doing the podcast, so I applaud all you. Oh, to do that. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate that, man. We applaud you too, bro. Yeah, definitely. Yes. You, Ryan, come on, man. Ryan, I appreciate it. It's it's part of my weekend routine. You're going to catch y'all live. I make time to watch the show, man. Yep. Shout out to Ryan, Ryan. Ryan. So you well, got we ain't block Ryan yet. Rodney had some outlandish comments. <laughs> Man, bro, I, was, hey, Ryan, I, I, I remember I when Ina came on, bro. Season, bro. I'm slowly making my way back through baseball right now. I done made some money uh, through through MLB right now. But I got you come football season, I promise. Mm-mm. <laughs> I know what's got it going when Ina came on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll forever remember Ryan, bro. When Ina came on, bro, was out of pocket. He ain't jumping the comments to talk. Anything about sports, that joke was all in it, bro. It was hilarious, <laughs> but we appreciate it. Oh, yeah. For He's, rocking with us. He damn near shot his shot. <laughs> oh, no. He laid that junk up. Trust me. He, he, yeah. he did. Uh, interesting you say that, Mike, because I was actually yes, sir. to reach, literally, reach out to you and a couple of people for this NFL divisional mm-hmm. talk. We're about to go over this next month. So, yep, you'll definitely be hearing from me. Like I said, we in group text anyway. So, yeah, you'll be hearing from me probably today. <laughs> More than like Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But move forward to the main untrade. NBA free agency started since we last been out here. It's been a whirlwind. A lot of players signing with their own teams because <laughs> they all got paid. I appreciate the dollars. Like I've been saying all weekend, man, rest in peace to young dog. Get paid. That's all I've been saying. All, every time I see a contract come across the screen, get paid. Yep. I, ain't, I ain't mad at you. But let's go ahead and break it down to a couple of subtopics. Of course, we reside in Memphis. Got to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, I, mean, I was looking like, I hope I spelled that right. I did, I think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when niggas right. start singing, <laughs> I'm looking like, hold on, they don't look right. I'm like, hold on, hold on, they don't look right. That's really singing. Who's singing? <laughs> Y'all got an album coming out. <laughs> well, so, but yeah, man, Grizzlies. Um, of course, last week we talked about them trade from Marcus Smart, but free agency started. They only had one roster spot remaining, so that used to own a veteran, a much needed veteran, brought him back home to his second home, Chicago, was his first home, of course. But Derrick Rose returned it back to the city. Of course, missed them days when he was with Memphis Tigers, came close to winning that championship, and everything happened out to it with 
wiping away. Like I always say, I saw them make to the championship. You can you can wipe away the record book all you want. <laughs> we watched the season, we saw it. It was heartbreaking in the end. Mario Chalmers, but you know, shout out Derek Rose, he's back in Memphis. Also, Dylan Brooks signed with Houston Rockets. That was good news for us. Along with assigning tra- him agreeing to assigning trade, assigning trade, yeah, which helped us bring back a trade exception. Now that trade is still in the works because I thought we had Patty Mills last night, but now he's going to OKC. It's like that, that trade isn't official. A lot of stuff is going down that signing the trade, but we do know we are getting Josh Christopher back from the Houston Rockets along with the trade exception, which we can use that to get another player. And we all know the amount that was 18 mil. Now I'm hearing eight mil. So once the trade get finalized, we'll know what's going on. But what y'all talk about the Grizzlies with free agency, which I guess they only had that one roster spot. So what y'all think about their free agency so far? Um, I'll take a step at it. I think, you know, since the since the whole latest John Moran incident and we and knowing and knowing that there was going to be a suspension, you know, brought his way. Um, and then to know that there are 25 games. And so of course that was right before free agency started. And I think if somebody told us that the Grizzlies going to trade for Mark um for Marcus Smart, they were also going to sign um Derrick Rose as well. I think if you tell any Grizzlies fan that you're like, dang, like I'll take that. So of course, like nobody saw these two signings, but again, to to know at the end of the day, like that's what happened. We essentially have a plan in place for the 25 games that John Moran is out. But then not only once he gets back, and then you can find some way to you know to put Marcus Smart within the rotation to have Derrick Rose. Essentially, I feel like he's there to be a mentor of some sort for John. That's essentially all I need from Deck Rose at this point. Um, I'll take that. I will literally take that all day. And so um, shouts to the front office who I feel like I've been a little skeptical about. Um, you know, the front office has been uh, aggressive in when it comes to the draft and, you know, moving up the player, moving up to go get players, finding the right players. But I've, I've been a little skeptical in terms of like, what can you do at the deadline? What can you do you know, in, in, in terms of like trading for pieces. And so um, I feel like for the most part, that's been well over the past, you know, year or two. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to the, this next season. I'm definitely looking forward to um, how Marcus Smart is incorporated into the into the offense, a defense. Uh, interested to see how Dick Rose is incorporated into the team and how much, you know, John Morant is willing to lean his ear to what Derrick Rose has to say. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's still at the end of the day, the, the Grizzlies aren't done yet. I'm still looking for another wing player, another six, seven, six, eight guy that can that can essentially play defense and you know knock down a couple of shots as well, too. So knowing or hoping that they aren't done, I'm actually really um excited to see what this uh new Grizzlies team looks like when the season starts. You knew going into the offseason that Tyus Jones was going to be traded some way, somehow. Uh, but to trade away Tyus Jones and then to end up back with Marcus Smart, uh, again, to Skyler's point, if you ask any Grizzlies fan that, if you were going to lose Tyus Jones but you get back Marcus Smart, the previous defensive player of the year before th- uh, 3J, you'll take that 100%. Um, and like Skylar, I was very skeptical of this front office because everybody, Grizz Nation, was raving about it. I'm like, but to be honest with y'all, what have y'all done besides dra- draft Desmond Bain? 
And with all the moves that we've seen uh, pre- with this move here and then eventually sign- signing Derrick Rose, which he was on my list of preferred targets uh, for the Grizzlies to target. Go check the thread on Twitter. There's the receipt there. Um, so I'm not asking for much from Derrick Rose. To We just want him to be a mentor. If he can give us 10 to 15 minutes, I'm cool with that as well. Uh, so I, I don't think – Memphis is done. I know they got this trade exception with the uh, sign and trade for Dylan Brooks, which I think right now is at 18 mil. Uh, So that's probably going to be used some way, somehow. I think Memphis is going to be a third team and some big deal. I don't know with who just yet, but don't sleep on Memphis as a third team in some some major deal right now. Um, I like what they're doing so far in this offseason. You can pretty much say that they're quote unquote winning the offseason thus far, but um, as of right now, I'm excited. So, kudos to climbing for, for the moves he's made thus far, and I'm excited to see uh, what else is going to be done prior to training camp. Hey, Mike putting parentheses, he's on the killer, he's on the kid. <laughs> no, you don't put that at all. <laughs> Keep that joke to yourself. Tell him to. You just hey, Mike, that to Mike we don't call them Chandler Parsons here. We call them Pimp Parsons. It's too Pimp Pod. Pimp Pod. That's y'all acknowledging them. Roy ain't do nothing but collect a check when he was here. And it might be talking the most shit. Exactly. About the city and about Memphis, mostly. So, man, don't, don't get me started, bro. Just, just leave, we'll leave it alone. I'm a good Jeez. energies, man. We got the other him Parsons out here. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm excited for the Grizzlies, man. It's everything that you know we wanted to do uh, as far as bringing veterans in. You know, when like months ago, when Draymond said, "Hey, the dynasty start when you know Dylan Brooks leaves," I truly believe that. You know, um, no shot at you, Trev, but I would much rather call Marcus Smart the grandfather <laughs> or the grandson or whatever you want to call him than than Dylan Brooks. But that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Hey, I'm uh, excited. Took on that video I just posted about our last reaction to Dylan Brooks. Whoever Skyler or she did, whichever one was talking about grandson, grandfather, grand no, grind D. No, 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 that was a uh, shitty, that was shitty. Grind D. But I also grind grandfather, grand stepson. <laughs> Grinder, Paul. You, I don't care. It's a this is a wrap on that one. It's exactly. a wrap. It's a wrap. I gave my piece, I gave my piece at the end of the season. It's a wrap. So. Yeah, I ain't gonna. Hey, I'm I'm done with them. I I said my last words. I said my last video yesterday. Thanking the Lord, happy Sunday, uh, today. Uh, but shout out to the front office for looking at Grizz fans like myself and realizing uh, that hey, you need to get this guy off the team, and he did it. And you know, we still had his back because he's going to get 20 million in Houston. Let's not forget about that. Like, let's not you know kick him all the way down because we are we were here for him. We were real about Dylan. But we're also here for him because he did rock the Memphis jersey. So shout out to him for getting that 20 mil as well. But uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies, you went and got the veterans that you needed. You went and, you know, uh, just solidified the guard spot, um, really, especially when Ja come back, he'll come back uh, to hopefully a team that's not too far down. I do think that getting uh, Marcus Martin and Derrick Rose does help. Um, I expect Derrick Rose to play at least 20 minutes while Ja is not there and be effective because he really didn't play that much with the Knicks, which, you know, I think would be a good thing coming into a, a season with the Grizz like this. Um, Mike, we, we, I, I said, let's get Dwight Howard, you know, in the playoffs. We ain't got him then. We damn sure ain't going to get him now. So 
it is what it is. But I hope we do use that trade exception to the best of our ability and not sign somebody that's been injured prone for four years previous, three years previous, and then get them a big bag. You know, let, let, let's be smart about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. To First of all, kudos to Tyus Jones and, and Dylan Brooks for their new starts where they're at. I, I really actually love where Tyus is at with Washington. I feel like they're in a no-lose situation or no-win, no-lose, whatever. They're going to do whatever uh, situation there with Tyus. And <laughs> honestly, the Rockets were the, the bottom of the barrel, and now they're coming up. And shout-out to Dylan Brooks and, and Ime, uh, who I think is an outstanding coach, will get them together uh, eventually. But this is about the Memphis Grizzlies signing. And first and foremost, I want to say – Great job, Desmond Bay. Um, he is truly a 50-40-90 candidate. Um, it is very, very rare to find a player of that caliber, especially this day and age, especially shooting this day and age. And he has been phenomenal since we have went to go draft him, um, whether that is stepping in for John Moran or being the second fiddle for John Moran when he needs uh, to kick out. And so really big kudos to him. Um Getting Derrick Rose back is just lethargic for Memphis itself. It's not just if you're a Grizzlies fan. You just got to be a Memphis person, period, to love and appreciate Derrick Rose coming back here. And it's set for two years, by the way. Um, and so, yeah, the first 25 games, yeah, we expect him to pick up some minutes. But I, for damn sure, pre me personally, for damn sure, see him playing more than three minutes. And that's what he got playing with Tom Thibodeau in all of the New York Knicks series. And they had played two series, by the way. Um Marcus Smart, which was, was a trade, um, loved it because to me that was an upgrade from Dylan Brooks. Um, you're not asking him to come in here and shoot the, the lights out, 20 points a game. You're asking him to play lockdown. You're asking him to be what, who he is. Marcus Smart is a lockdown defender. He'll playmake when he needs to. He's not necessarily needing to playmake, especially if we got D. Rose up there as well. And it'll be. let's see how this all meshes. Give it to the trade deadline, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not go into 25 games. You got to give some time after Ja comes back. How does it adjust? Um, and who knows what we'll do during the trade deadline. Luke Kennard, to me, was a, a steal um, for us to get. But we didn't utilize him well, if you ask me, especially when it came down to the playoffs. And there were a lot of times where I saw him out of the game when he should have been in the game. And so I'm hoping that. It's not just the front office right now, because the front office to me has put pieces in place for us on top of we're getting Brandon Clark back. We're getting Steven Adams back, which is not a, a signing. That's just what we're getting back as well. So how does all this play about how does Taylor Jenkins move with these pieces? That's what I'm critical about this upcoming season. Nothing else but the players. I want to see what can um, my goodness, what can Taylor Jenkins do with this type of lineup. We've asked for veterans. We got them now. We got, and I'm done calling our talent young. At what point are we going to stop calling John Morant young at, at, at Triple J young? Like Cat's been in the league three, four seasons. We don't call the Celtics young. And they've been in the playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals, all that for years. And we don't say, oh, well, that's a young team. No, just that's a championship team. So are we willing to elevate that? And I'm going to say no. This is me personally. I don't think we're ready yet, but I want to see the type of moves that Taylor Jenkins does with what we have because I believe the West is still loaded with talent. And I'm not sure if we're ready to go over that hump yet with some of the things that we still have. But I digress and we'll see moving forward. 
Yeah, I don't think championship. I think contended team we've been building because Boston, Boston ain't won no championships with their core, as far as I know. <laughs> championship team yeah, he's out. And plus, yeah. I would love to be in the East Conference, you know, <laughs> being the West a little, little tougher. Just, just a little bit tougher than the East. But, hey, like you said, that was uh, their core. I mean, Jason Taylor, Ricky Year, they went to the East Conference Finals. So, I mean, from that point forward, five East Conference Finals in seven years. So, that's what we got coming to our team and Marcus Mark, a player who knows winning. Um, like I said, Derrick Rose, even off the court and on the court, he helps job because who job plays the most like Derrick Rose when he before he got hurt? How Derrick Rose get hurt? <laughs> doing all the stuff job doing now. Like it's like, all right, you Derrick got somebody to tell you, I right, don't try to jump over Anthony Davis in game one to play all the playoffs and break your wrist. So whatever you did to fracture your wrist when your team needs you the most, be smart, do your little move, lay up. Get the mid-range jumper like Derrick Rose start to develop after his injuries, right? So you got somebody right there who can literally teach you and tell you, like, hey, you know, and you know, Doc John Morant watched Derrick Rose. So he's here, he's literally here to talk to you and tell you, chill right here on this play. And of course, off the court, you got you know, you got people that John Morant seems like he's going to listen to. John Morant did tweet the little Rose you know, when Derrick Rose was signed. So he definitely approves the signing. Jesse Bang. Get paid. Highest paid player on the team. Hey, deserve. <laughs> John Rand would have been highest paid, but he started getting in trouble. Missed all NBA and he got suspended. So it's <laughs> just how I go with it. And that's the, that's just where the money is headed, right? Because Jaron Jackson's contract is a steal now. So his next contract, he's gonna be the highest paid. So that's how it's gonna happen is the salary cap increases. So shout out to Desmond Bain, true underdog story, like Ryan said, 50-40-90. And he's still getting better. Remember, he never healed from that foot injury. He had surgery in the season ended. So he was still getting buckets. He, I, Of course, he was inconsistent some, but he was playing on a fractured foot. Like, you know, <laughs> now you're going to get him back fully healthy. So don't first want 25 games. I'm expecting Desmond Bain probably to make the All-Star team next year or at least be in the real dick because you got Bradley Beal coming over to the conference, Anthony Elvis coming up. You, you still, it's still going to be tough in the guard position, but – he has to get shot, especially with Jopper being down to the first 25 games. So, hey, Grizzlies, keep it rolling. Like Trevor said, I feel like another move is coming. I feel like something around Zaire because him not playing summer league, and it, it feels like, I yeah. don't know. I, I'm having a feeling. I'm fine if they do something with getting rid of him. But, yeah, yeah, I feel like something's been happening with him. Yeah. I got a quick question, real, real quick, y'all. With with Bain being the highest paid player, what kind of expectations are we putting on? Take the next step to being an all all star level, and I think he's kind of close to that. But being like a legit all star level type of player, could like yo, true big three, like we saying, we potentially have a big three. Like you were actually three all star level players to be a legit all star. So he averaged twenty one last year. He averaged twenty five before the injury. And especially with Jock yeah. being out those first 25 games, I expect about 25, 26 points a game from him to start the season. We've talked yeah, about ex- oh, go ahead, go ahead, No, no, you good. Go ahead. The only expectation I have for this is just to is to stay healthy, essentially. I mean, because to what Sharky said, like uh, over the past two years, you've seen a really good Desmond Bain. The only thing that's you know that's hindered him is an injury at the end of the season. So all I want, and again, those injuries aren't his fault, those are you know. To, you know, freak accidents or whatever. But I just kind of want to see like a full, you know, if I can get a good 65, 70 games out of him in the regular season, but then go into the postseason healthy, that's essentially what I want because I I know what I can get out of Desmond Bain. I know I'm going to get, you know, 
healthy days, 20, 22 points. You know, I know I'm going to get 50% from three. I know he can get hot. Um, so I just kind of want to see what a healthy Desmond Bain looks like, but then also kind of continue to prove or improve um, his his playmaking ability, uh, but then also kind of start to lean into the, the more like two-way guard as well. Yeah, for me, he's flirted with it for quite some time now. I, in addition to him staying healthy, if I can get a healthy Desmond Bain, I expect him to be in the 50-40-90 club. That, that's, that's my expectation for him to – at least reach that threshold. I, I already know a, fu- a fully healthy Desmond Bain is going to flirt with all-star birth. I already know he's potentially going to be there, but I really want to see him take that next step and actually hit that 50, 40, 90 that we know that he can hit. So that's my expectation for him outside of staying healthy, obviously. Yeah, my, my expectation is that, like, when we know the all-star – um, ballots are really popularity based and Memphis gets left off quite a bit um, even when we are performing at a high level I want there to be the con- and you know Cap you just said like it's very loaded especially with guards you know you got Kyrie coming over now uh, Beal right um, still not sure about Lillard we'll get there later right but we have a lot of guards in the west I want there to be the conversation that if his name is left off he is the first name that we talk about being left off. Not we talk about, because we will discuss it, but national media discusses it. And that's what I would like to happen because we get left off so much. We are the bottom of the bottom. When people were like, man, should Jaron Jackson Jr. even be an all-star? you damn right he should be an all-star. you damn right. And he didn't get it over anybody else. He deserves to be an all-star. So to me, the conversation should be, when he becomes an all-star, if he's not an all-star, he should be the first. I'm like, dang, that was a snub. He should be part of this. And it shouldn't really necessarily be that uh, popularity contest as much as it should be looking at the stats. What has he done? 50, 40, 90, probably going to flirt with it around that time. And if he can just step up a little bit on defense, I mean, you know, Drew Holiday was an all-star. And he was averaging, what, like 19 and 7, right? Um, when it was all-star birth came, I know it's in the East. I get it. But I also believe that Desmond Bain, can be that great of a player yes we're paying him the money yes he deserves the money and yes he deserves to be an all-star for sure i mean we already had to leave him off for mip the other year when we gave it to ja and that was essentially desmond bain's trophy ja gave him that trophy he was the most improved player forget all that second third all that other stuff they'd be talking that's stupidity to me to me desmond bain is an all-star he deserved, we deserve three All-Stars in Memphis when it comes time for all three to be starting the season together as one. What you take yourself to? What expectations you got? I got them, I got them with the 25 uh, a game. I don't see the 50, 40, 90 per se, Trev, even though I love it for the simple fact that he will literally be the focal point of our offense for the first 25 games. And I know uh, with, the, with the players that have averaged that, uh, they have help. Um, so offensively, you know, we got Marcus Smart, but how much help is he going to be offensively? We got Derrick Rose, but again, how much help is he going to be offensively? So I expect the 25 points a game. Uh, I would love to see the 50, 40, 90 for sure. Um, but with the beginning of the season, I'm not expecting that. But like I said, he'd be the focal point. Um, and I love what Mike said about him being the Joe Dumars in a sense, because I've always thought that this team was like the bad, the bad boy Pistons anyway. They're really one of the only teams in the Western Conference that prioritize defense just like they did. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm expecting Bain to have a, a good continuously have a, uh, continuously to break out 
and uh, continuously to become a better player, especially uh, on the playmaking side. Hey, Mike and Ryan, y'all talking to it. Get Jason Bayham, Tennessee Titans, linebacker. Dez look like he can stop the run. Dez low key do look like an D tackle. Okay, no okay. Yeah, should be playing basketball. In the middle of a three four defense, right in the middle of it. Uh, <laughs> but Mike did, Mike asked, uh, what's my four behavior? You talked about David Roddy, big body, Roddy, body Roddy. Roddy. Yeah, we decided he a dog, man. Yep, we decided about him too. Um, apparently, we see a summer league and Santi Adama took the step his second year. They've been raving about Jake Jake LaRavia this offseason. So I guess we're gonna see Santi the same case. So young Mike Miller, show me some Jake. One, one of these, one of these three gonna have to hit. <laughs> young Mike right. Miller, show me some, man. <laughs> Which yeah. one y'all want to see? D Rose have a renaissance in Memphis or Wonder Rickets from last year blossom. Wonder, probably wonder. All I want to see is a alley oop from Dick Rose to John Morant in open floor. That's all on. That's all on. Yeah, you're gonna be at all the games, so she's side by side at the alley. They both had their one handed alley. Yeah, that, that will be lit, though. That will be lit. I mean, even so, I don't know if that was a check or a compliment. I don't know which one that was. That was a compliment. No, 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 man. No, I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> D, D Rose dropping a 50 point game for Memphis would be Ooh. oh, sensational. He did it with what Minnesota, crazy. Minnesota, yeah, I mean, yeah. Minnesota, yeah. Man, we just dropped a 30 point game. We can 30 points. I'll take a, I'll take 30. <laughs> take a 30 piece. I'll take a 30 piece. Ooh. 35, 10 fries. 30, 35, Ooh. and 5. I'll take Ooh. the go to win 30. Get you. 35 and 5 with some fries. Oh, that sound good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honey gold. And we still, still on the entree? Yeah, <laughs> like two said, we gonna always talk about. Yeah, we gonna always Hey, if he don't wear the number twenty three, though, all this shit is null and void. He got, he got to write the twenty three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, he said D Rose dropped 50 points and injured list appearance is coming next. Uh, he got you taking off the next three games for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's taking off the next three like, games. I'll, 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 like I'll be like, fine. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get move on from Memphis to the Pacific Northwest. Damian Little finally. I mean, golly, we catch that trade. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's occurred to me fans getting mad at him with Kristen Trey after y'all been begging for him to do this exact thing. No, just don't pay attention to folks. Exactly. People. exactly. <laughs> just don't pay attention to people. <laughs> but the Damian Lillard, Portland about to try to play hardball. I made this tweet earlier, like two said, AD, New Orleans tried to play hardball with AD. He still went to the team he requested to go to. Uh, Brooklyn tried to play hardball with KD. He still ended up going to the team he, he, he said he wanted to go to without no trade clauses in that contract. And who I mean, James Harden in Houston. They tried to play hardball with him. He still went to the same exact team he said, hey, I want to go to. So everybody act like Portland. He ain't going to do, give, help Dame out some. Y'all going y'all gonna to learn very quickly. My guy, Anthony, is saying, going to learn. But <laughs> what y'all got, Damian Little? Where y'all got Damian Little going? What y'all thoughts about the whole, you know, finding requesting that trade as well? Uh, I'm hoping he goes to Miami. I'm hoping he goes to Miami with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo still there. Um, the only thing I feel about this trade request is one, finally it happens. It happened. Two, it's kind of like it's low key Washington Wizard vibes all over again. 
minus the trade clause or the no trade clause. And it's just one of those, like, to your point, Sharky, like, Dame is going to essentially end up where he wants to go. But if you're Portland, very similar to if you were the Washington Wizards, you should have just moved him before the time was, like, right then and there. So that way you could have at least gotten the conversation that you, in my opinion, that you were rightfully deserved of trading a player of that caliber. But because you waited too long, probably two or three years, and now he has specific demands on where he wants to go with a city in particular who has some trade pieces but may not have the best trading pieces on the table from other teams that are willing to trade for Dane. It's still just one of those that, like, damn, you should have just traded him two years ago when you could have gotten the best value for him so that way you could have been in a much better situation. So at the end of the day, this trade request is not surprising. When I saw that they were taking when I saw that they were taking Scoot Henderson, essentially time was ticking when this trade request is going to happen. Because there was no way on God's green earth you were going to walk into this upcoming regular season with Dame, with Scoot Henderson on the same roster. That was not going to happen. It was just a matter of time when he requested this trade. Hopefully, I guess, you know, Portland finds some compensation in trading for him um but it is what it is i'm i'm, I'm i guess i'm happy for him i guess he, he might be he just took too long to do it yeah i was just telling a guy on twitter this exact same thing like dame listed miami as his preferred destination portland is going to do business with miami and dame is going to end up in a miami he i, I just cannot see no scenario uh, where anything else is going to happen, where Damian Lillard is not wearing the Miami Heat uniform last season, honestly and truthfully, if we want to keep it a book, the moment you gave Anthony Simons his extension was the moment you should have been trading uh Damian Lillard because at that point in time, that's you guys telling Anthony Simons, Hey, we're about to ignite on this rebuild, we're going to build around you. But every time, every time you heard in the uh, news, Portland is committed to Dame, Portland's committed to Dame, Portland's committed to Dame. I'm sitting here like, okay, you just gave Anthony Simons 100 mil just to stick around in Portland. You drafted Shaden Sharp, who's nice as well. You got a nice young core to start a rebuild. Just get Dame out of there as quick as you can so that way you can start on this rebuild. And then you take Scoot Henderson, and again, to Skylar's point, we all knew when Scoot Henderson was drafted by Portland, it was a wrap for Dame. It was just only a matter of time before either Dame made a request, which he eventually did, or they moved Dame anyway. So I, I said it before, I'll say it again. Portland is an unserious front office. They have absolutely no idea what they're doing right now, and it's a shame. And I kind of want to go back. This is almost like the Bill Walton curse because since Bill Walton won a championship for them back in the 70s, they haven't done right by either of their stars. You could look at Clyde. Clyde didn't win a championship till he got to Houston. You saw what happened with Marcus Aldridge. Brandon Roy, while he gave his whole knees to Portland, didn't do right by him. And now you didn't do right by Dane or CJ for that matter. So y'all are unserious as a front office. And I just hope that maybe now after this deal, after you get Dane Litter to Miami, because he is going to Miami, Hopefully you get something back, maybe Tyler Hero or something, and then we can all just 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 go home and, and just move forward uh, with this offseason. Yeah, so um, I agree with, in conjunction with Senate, 
signing Anthony Simons and also letting go and trading CJ McCollum, like noticing that the CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard thing was not working. That backcourt was not working together. You traded CJ and then like got Anthony eventually and that still didn't work. Um, and so that, and then on top of that, Portland, y'all give who was that five year one sixty to Grant? Y'all, y'all, y'all serious about that? All right, well, I mean, y'all can keep it. Um, don't get me wrong, it did decent. I mean, who else is going to score in Portland? If you ask me, when especially when Damon Lillard ain't scoring, who else the hell is going to score? So, for me, of course, I want to see Damon Lillard in Miami. Of course, I'll trade whatever for him. I think he's one of those people that, you know, maybe top 10 players that if they're on the trading list, you trade whatever for him and make it work. The third team option may be San Antonio. It might be Brooklyn. It may be Memphis. I don't care. No Tyler Hero? I don't care. Um, last time I checked, we made it to the finals without Tyler Hero. So he can go. Max Struess, love you. You can go. Gabe Bitson, love you. You can go. Because if you ask me, the equivalence of all three of y'all is still less than what Damian Lillard can produce, if I'm being honest. Um, and so I say that to say, Portland, I have no idea what you're doing. I really don't care. Just just send Zero on his way to the 305. And Damian, if you're listening to us, we just talked about this earlier. The West is hard. You're trying to win the finals. The West is, is loaded. Come on over to the East where it's nice and hot. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no state tax in Florida. So you good. A lot of that money is yours. A lot more money than that Portland stuff you got going. And we're going to build around you, Jimmy, and Bam. I don't know about the Caleb Martin thing. We're trying to keep him too. But to be honest, you trade for Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers have done wrong. I agree, Trevor, by all of their stars. I can't even name a star that really prospered and did well uh, with them. Of course, I won a championship. So um, I will say to those fans that talk trash about Damian Lillard for the 11 years, he's been, I almost forgot he was there for 11 years. I thought it was like eight, to be honest. But when I read to look back like 11 years, did y'all not, y'all forgot what he did for y'all in the bubble? He get, he got the opportunity to go to the bubble and got y'all something in the bubble. He's been there at a cornerstone of your franchise for 11 years. And if that man wants to leave and go get a championship because y'all want to sign Grant for five years, 160 million, and, and nothing else. Y'all didn't even move to go get Pascal Siakam. Y'all did nothing, nothing. You could have traded that third pick for something, and you did nothing. But you got Scoop Henderson. So if you're going to get Scoop Henderson, then yes, that double zero will stay. Give me the single zero to Miami. Build around Scoot Henderson. Build in your draft. Build around Grant. Build around Sharp. Build around Anthony Simons. Build around those players. Um, I know. I know I didn't see that. Milwaukee ain't getting shit. They just signed Brooke Lopez to like a two-year, 40-something million dollars. They just signed Chris Middleton for like three years, $140 million. They ain't getting shit this way, okay? We will take him. He will bust Milwaukee's ass in the playoffs. I'll digress. So it's two parts of this that I think that's that are very important. The first part for me is that I've said this like even before the finals, like I mean in the finals, like Dame Litter and the Miami Heat are a match made in heaven. I think the Heat knows that, and I think the Bla the Blazers know that. And it's about time Dame made the trade request. Of course, 
me being me, I still thought that, hey, he'd be going back to Portland because, hey, do your thing in Portland. But at the same time, I definitely understand that it's about damn time. However, and this is the part I'm kind of worried about because we, in a way, haven't seen what we're about to see with Damian Lillard. Even though Damian Lillard is telling everybody, hey, I want to be in Miami. You, you go to different clubs or whatever bars and you got Welcome to Miami playing in the background. So Blimley saying, hey, I want to be in Miami. Two things. One, you don't have a no trade clause. And two, out of everybody that we we named Sharky uh, earlier with, you know, KD going to the Brooklyn Nets or AD1 to go to the Lakers, they all were in their last year of their contracts. Dame Lillard's about to start. Yeah, no, technically. KD wasn't. KD got KD had like three years left. Three or four years left when he got forced to Phoenix. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I thought like, ah, they ain't going to trade to Phoenix. (laughs) He still got traded there. Four years left in the country. For sure. And I think even even with that, it kind of helped my next point is like, do the Blazers continue to give the players the power? You know, I've been saying that this is a player's league. I've been saying that, you know, if a player wants to go there, they're going to get there eventually. But at the same time, we, we and y'all made great points, especially you, Trevor, when you calling, you know, the Blazers front office mediocrity saying they don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what the hell they're doing, meaning they're probably it's a it's a small chance that they can go and take the best deal available, which won't come from Miami. What I'm seeing from my what I'm seeing from them with you know what I'm saying, um, they know that Dane wants to be in Miami. So smoke screens, we're gonna send out a few tweets, we're gonna hit up a couple of analysts and say, Hey, blah, 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 blah. Oh, we're looking at other teams. Oh, y'all not. Y'all just trying to get as much as y'all can from the Miami Heat, which I understand. But like y'all just said, <laughs> they're a mediocrity front office. So we see straight through the BS, you know, and hopefully Pat Riley, you know, stand down, you know, no pun intended, but like stay down. Good. You chill. Don't send, send what you need to. Just like we just seen with, with, with the Wizards, the Wizards were able to trade, uh, the Suns were able to get Bradley Bill without getting a first first round. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. We've seen crazy. So he want to be in Miami, send him to Miami. Let's not make this longer than what it needs to be. But I just want to put in, in people's head, there's that small percentage that, hey, Dame really literally can't run the show this time because he's set to make $60 billion in two years. Mm-hmm. So. And what helps, what helps, and that's why I realized some KD, when they do that and say, hey, I don't want to go to this place, the other teams don't offer their best stuff. The Grizzlies came out and said, ah, right, okay, he want to go to Phoenix. All right, we're going to try and trade for him, but y'all ain't getting y'all Jaren or Bane, right? That's what yeah. the other teams do. So it's like you end up trading them back to the same place because they sent Utah Jazz for them jumping the sweepstakes. Who was Utah they, offering? They, 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 they got picks and stuff, but they know Dame ain't suited up for no Utah. <laughs> Dame. <laughs> Well, like, no, just not bad. This man, so expect for more teams to get involved. I'm, I'm telling you, with this, with with Dame, Dame is gonna be in Miami. Miami may not have nothing straight up, but expect two, maybe three more teams to get involved in this in this whole fiasco. And that goes back to another point about go to Trevor with Brooklyn. Brooklyn, it was Miami and Brooklyn with the first two names to jump out. All of a sudden, they talk about third team trading Brooklyn, talking about taking Tyler. He wrote the third team. What happened to them getting Dame? Right, so off, off the top, yeah. one teams that was. Fun. They could get him. I already talked about three team trade and take a title hero in the three team trade. So, yeah, that's how we know it's probably going to happen because, like, the Clippers were in there. Who the Clippers trade? Portland. I mean, somebody uh, injured. They're going to try somebody that's yeah. injured. Not Philly. The do. James Harden ain't. That don't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, you. 
it, we all know what it is. You talk different Portland, yeah. But yeah. I would say probably timing. I mean, he out. I mean, they did sign Jeremy, Jeremy Grant to a hundred sixty million dollar deal. I don't mind the Grizzlies. Like the day before, but <laughs> the day before they recruited him. That was their free agent splash. It was like, ah, oh, is it? <laughs> hey. I think I think Mike said it. We gotta give Rich Paul uh his, his kudos. Oh, this, is, this is this is Jeremy, this is Jeremy Grant's second max contract that he's gotten. <laughs> um, off his class. Off yeah, like since that one one good season, I think it was in the bubble for, for the Nuggets. That man's gotten two max contracts. So kudos to you, Jeremy Grant. Kudos <laughs> to Rich Paul and Clutch Sports for, for that. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. Get paid, man. Rich Paul, he's gonna get his clients paid. But moving forward, first we had a couple other topics, but time constraints. Hey, we had some good talk going on with the Grizzlies and Dame. Of course, with the rest of free agency, we all know all the other craziness that happened. We'll be talking about the these next couple of weeks before we get to NFL talk. But skipping forward, I did want to get to some real talk with the NFL and gambling. So there were four players that were just suspended for gambling. Two of them were with the Colts, suspended for the whole season. One guy was a free agent, suspended for the whole season. And one guy for the Titans, suspended six games. The guy from the Titans, Nicholas T. Friere, uh, we call him MPF, our starting right tackle. He was he only betted inside. He betted inside the same facility. He didn't bet on NFL games. But that's one of the rules, not to bet inside the facility. Then the other player is the Colts. Another guy, Isaiah Rogers. I think he bet it on. He bet it on the Colts. <laughs> I think on the, over under on the Jonathan Taylor stand or something. So, um, and the Colts already released the players that got suspended from that team. So the question I have, right, or took you like you about to say something? Yeah, uh, real quick. What is the what does inside the house mean? Or inside inside the, the facility. So basically, okay. if he could have left and went across the street and bet, and it would have been a problem. But I guess because he was inside the team facility, the practice facility, his locker room, something. Hmm. And that could track, you know, they could track I me. Mean, you track okay, okay, these okay, days. Okay. You know? That's, okay. <laughs> Which is crazy. But if you want to bet it bad, you could just walk outside and walk across the street and do it in the game back in, too. So <laughs> I'm going to blame you first, especially on my team when we, our offensive line is struggling, but we get to that a couple of weeks. <laughs> we get to Titans. But uh, the question I have is, you know, with gambling continue, do y'all think gambling continue to be a problem with NFL players? Because the rules are kind of, you know, I still think the rules are kind of a little off. They need to, screw, you know, screw some us on. But do y'all think it'll continue to be a problem? No, I don't think it'll be a continue to be a problem because especially if you getting smacked for a six, eight, you know, games throughout the regular season uh, to be suspended. I'm pretty sure that's without that's without a check or that's without yeah. being compensated. So. I'm pretty sure. And I think even Sharky, correct me if I'm wrong. And, and this may be after I think I heard the NFL kind of fine tune the language of the whole betting so. thing. I think the yeah. other day. So I'm not sure exactly what those new um, constraints are, but I, I, I don't see this continue to be a problem going forward. Um, I'm hoping that it's not. I'm hoping that people or players adhere to the rules. Are the rules trash? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you sign the contract. You're giving rules for a particular reason, so you have to ab- abide by those. So um, I don't think it'll continue to be a problem. I hope not, but uh, hopefully the players will will do right by the league and not continue to put not only their team in jeopardy, but you know their their livelihood and their paycheck as well. Yeah, that reason that you said that it won't be a problem is the exact same reason why I think it will still be a problem. 
Yeah, you said that, yeah, these players signed a contract, but a lot of these players' contracts are not guaranteed. And if you look at some of these guys' contracts, they're making pennies on the dollar unless you just a big-time position player, the quarterback, or things of that nature. So that, those are the only ones that you know right out the bat that maybe are making a legit meal a season. Um, so until the NFL decides to fully guarantee all these players' contracts, which that's probably far-fetched because these owners are – by as cheap as uh, all get out, this is still going to be an issue. However, to your point, where I do agree is, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna bet, just 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 follow the rules, man. Just don't do it <laughs> at the facility. Don't do it on NFL grounds. Like that probably ain't going nowhere, man. I know it's a good deal, bet stamp, or if you use some other spot to uh get you uh a good parlay or something, man. Just wait till you leave the facility. It's not that hard. You can literally just be in your car and drive away for a couple feet and then place your bet, and it won't be no penalty against you. Um, but it won't stop, honestly, until – or yeah, or turn your wife off. But it, it won't stop until, honestly, the NFL wakes up and decides to fully guarantee contracts to, their, to that 53-man roster. So there you go. So I'm a little ignorant to sports betting as far as other people betting. NFL players are still, at the end of the day, allowed to bet on NFL games. I'm not sure. That, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm hearing. I'm not sure because the guy from the Colts bet on NFL games. That's what he got trouble. I think Calvin really yeah. bet on NFL. Calvin games. really he bet on NFL games. Yeah, yeah, maybe right. I don't know if it's NFL games or just your team. I, yeah. I want to say it's NFL. Period. Okay, and I think the reason because I think just because we're five guys that are confused on the NFL rules as far as betting goes, yeah. that <laughs> that's the thing right there. Either say you can bet or say you can't. It's as simple as that. Common sense say common, and we know how to no finally like to take away all the fun from the players. So if you're gonna have them not betting, just keep it simple. Don't know betting. I know the players are getting pennies at a dollar for sure, but at the same time, it shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to bet on at least a sport that you're participating in because it's kind of like an advantage. Mm-hmm. Even though you got people in the government that are able to, you know, invest in stocks and different shit like that. So mm-hmm. that's why I say it, 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 it's a slippery slope. What what you, yeah. what you want me to say? You know what I'm saying? Either, either you let them go all the way and bet and, you know, we can follow them because so they can help us win some parlays or you don't let them bet at all. Simple as that. I'd say one that is like where Isaiah Rogers did the probably dumbest. He bet a thousand dollars on up and he played for the Colts, right? Over and under the Colts running back getting a hundred up, getting a hundred yards. He bet a thousand dollars on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, at that at that point, you, you it, that's considered point shaving. So I, I can I can understand where the NFL would kind of crack down right there. But yeah, just but the if you don't have it, just just if the rules in place for you to not do it on on team facility grounds just drive away go to your nearest gas station and just do it it's not that hard oh you let one of your your, your girls do it even better yeah. i mean <laughs> let, let moms do it the they, 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 they ain't listen to chris carter because they ain't having chris carter come to player support anymore have a file guy they ain't you know just watch they need to watch that somebody they need to send that tape around i i think the start of this conversation is, is very similar to what Tupac said, it's five of us that don't really know what the hell is going on and how to. 
and maybe the agents know, maybe it's the jargon that's being sent around the league. Great. I think the first start, all NFL players, please listen out. I know you're not listening to me for real, but hear me out. Just don't bet on the NFL. Bet on basketball, bet on hockey, baseball, right. tennis, golf, anything else but football. And just go there. Now, if y'all get in trouble for betting on other sports, then the NFL is really has a problem. But I think if we can control just not betting on NFL first and then establishing what rules can we or can we not do in the NFL, then we're in a better place. But, gentlemen, there are so many other games to bet on. The football season is only 17 games. You got 82 games of basketball, 162 for baseball, plenty for hockey. Hockey, damn near two, three seasons. Bet on WNBA. I don't know who's left in the Pac-10, um, but we'll just call it the Pac division. Um, but just bet on anything else besides the the NFL. whack division. <laughs> I mean, and that's actually a division. Um, <laughs> but but like for real, some bet on no. it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Um, but just don't bet on the NFL, man. Just start there, man, and I think that'll help eliminate some things so that the NFL can get there. They're okay. This is what you can and cannot bet on. So y'all just stay away from NFL. Learn from these other players that have went down the tube. And I feel like Alvin really is going to come out and have a great season. By the way, this upcoming season. But start there, and then let's get the jargon together. Let's get it together for all of us to understand, so we can discuss it as well on LBR and other platforms. Because the other platforms ain't giving you what you need. We not they're not real. <laughs> as simple as that. But before we end off the show, Trolling Now, I want to do the best of Trolling Now. But first up, let's get to our intro to Trolling Now. Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Yeah, I might be. Yeah, I might be. Yeah, I might be. Yeah, I might be. Classic. Uh, that was my first time seeing the video. Classic. Classic. <laughs> I never seen the video. What was on that shirt, Skyler? Uh, I didn't know what was on that shirt. It looked like a Krabby Patty shirt. It was a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? <laughs> Man, I just want to go over a five year anniversary. The best of trolling novels. That was like the shout out to Savage. He the one that came up with the actual segment because we. Started with asking, trolling about John Wall, and they ain't seen him there. Right, we ain't seen him talking about who could who. You asked him about the John Wall. That one I don't troll now. This is off the record. Is we still got? I got on Instagram with two recorded. Might talk about some who better shoot. I don't know who came up with the question for one between Clay Thompson and John Wall. He was like, "We talking about spotting up on the move." Off the that was his answer. Off the dribble on the move. Off the dribble. The the question was, who's a better player? And we started uh, describing everything. And we said, who's a better shooter? And he said, off the dribble of catching. And that caught everybody off guard. That's it, spider up, bro. I said, nah, you know. Bro, that's it, up off the dribble. <laughs> it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It, that's what made it, it so terrible. The answer was Clay. So. It was the fact that he answered the question with a question. That's what pissed me off. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I I was recording, bro. I edited it. That's, that's my beautiful editing that you that hear. Editing. Yep, that was him. We don't sound like an official rapper. We should have had him in a booth for real. 
Should have sound like an official trapper. Scott Lito, you call him Scott Lito, Lito who? Volume one. Oh, man. Well, y'all can take in. I know we had so many. Another one we talked about, number right. two. Uh, number two, Popeyes, John Wall. He was number two for the Wizards. So, he's, who is the better number two? That's still the best one ever. Yeah, that's the oh, best one. I, we've done so many. I can't think of any more. To be completely honest with you, I can't. We've done so many. Who was the Jack Purdle one? Mm, we had a Jack Purdle. What's Jack Purdle or uh, uh, Yaka Purdle? Did someone do that one? <laughs> <laughs> I think we meant, we mentioned it. I, I probably was all though. I mean, if we want to lay that, no, we want to lay that question out. I would probably still take Jack Purdle's. No cap, <laughs> you feel me? Like <laughs> that gravy from Jack Purdle's, cuz. What? Mm-hmm. With the uh, biscuit, yeah, we asked the baddest part, baddest sports podcast. Yeah, yeah. my 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 two still standing right now. I think is a good one. Uh, ben Simmons never playing basketball again. I, I still stand <laughs> by that. Touche, <laughs> And uh, I do think that unless, and I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think we're done seeing KD versus LeBron. Still, I'm still standing on that until I see it. Based on the free agent, season opener, baby. Based on the free agent, unless we have in the third game, (laughs) Denver just won the championship, so they're gonna put them against the Lakers or somebody. (laughs) I had another one I did. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, you remember when you used to do the Kaepernick and they used to call it Cam Newton started doing the (laughs) day up. I was like, (laughs) I said, the day up was building Kaepernick. Were we podcasting um, when Colin Kaepernick was still playing? Yeah. Right literally, that was it. Either either right at the tail end or that was when we started. It was the year that he took the knee. Yeah. Yeah, it was God the tail end. Mm-hmm. The lights went out. <laughs> oh, man. That was fun. Like I said, I just wanted to add the guy shot the video. Uh, oldie, yeah, <laughs> I know she always got on me for uh not including him in like the picture, uh, which guy was <laughs> the four. I was like, <laughs> man, you want to get photoshopped in, don't you? Like, it yeah, was us four, you was not <laughs> shooting with us in the gym. <laughs> 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 I wasn't, and, and I feel like it took me like six episodes to even come up with a trolling on, by the way. <laughs> I feel like I never even had <laughs> like Cap was like, you got one, I'm like. No. <laughs> <laughs> My son didn't oh, know man. what that is. I love how that came out. That was a great beat. Two came up with that giant with that Gucci man. Yeah, it might be. And yeah, we just ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> we just ran with it. Oh, that was good. That's good. All right. That's it for the episode. Of course, shout out to our comments. Ryan, as always, tuning in. Mike. Frequent guests always coming in. Be sure to check out their podcast, Two and Dave's South for Mike and for Ryan with the jump pass, Tennessee. Pretty sure he can kick back off the Tennessee Titans. He's coming around the corner. And Savage tuned in for a second. Of course, he's part of the LBR family and big part of the five years as well. So shout out to Savage and Creed Hardaway crew taking their PTO. They're going to be back in up and running next week when we take a break.
Manager, <laughs> manager get up for two weeks and said, nah, bring your ass back in. <laughs> bring your ass back in. Yeah, they may not see me. I might need another week. <laughs> 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 Uh, back to school already. School just ended. <laughs> right, right. And of course, remember follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Twitter as long as still here. TikTok, IG, and Facebook, FBR underscore media. Um, apparently, this new app called Spill that people are trying to get into. So, hey, we'll see what's going to happen in these next year or so. <laughs> Subscribe mm-hmm. on YouTube, Let's Be Real Media. Subscribe mm-hmm. on any audio platform, and Let's Be Real Sports podcast and sure check out our beststamp.app slash best dash sportsbook forward slash lbr to get in the betting game and of course follow me on twitter at the one d-a-o-n-e underscore p shark man i think we got about two more weeks before they shut twitter off so in the in the time being at underscore sky leader on that I don't know what we're gonna do after that, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm on the wait list for spill. So if you got an invite, shoot that job. I am too. I am. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this y'all talking about? Go to spill.com. Spill. <laughs> Apparently, that's that's another black it's social media type site that's like Twitter. <laughs> hey, savage is always savage is savage is known for saying what the cap is cap. Nah, two of them to cap this out for real. We in that just saying it. The moment they make black people play for Twitter, Twitter dead. I'm telling you that oh, right yeah, now. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's coming, man. Hey, appreciate y'all. Five years in, man. Again, toast to the next five. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. All right. Guess y'all got to follow us on the Twitter accounts because it just might have been. That Twitter might not even be here. We might be on spill. We, swear to God, we gonna wake up one day. That John just off. I'm gonna be sad to say it. We going back to emailing each other. Pineapples. Somebody better put them that MySpace though. Ooh, I logged on the MySpace. That John is so outdated, bro. Nah, Tom, Tom gotta got clock out for me. <laughs> Get a top eight up there. Oh, nice. Have a different. Have a song going. They didn't, yeah. have the, they, didn't, they didn't have those options no more, but... Oh, <laughs> hell no. Oh, no, it's a route then for, for MySpace. Oh, then MySpace is the upgrade. Hold on, wait a minute. Somebody need to invest in that. Right. right. They got that. It's over for MySpace now. We good. Right. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so that's time. MySpace is like a Google yeah. sheet at this point. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>